Hello, and welcome to the Real Estate Investors Lounge. Join us as we cover a multitude of real estate-related topics with some of the brightest and most experienced minds in the industry. Our goal with The Real Podcast is to provide information, strategies, and insight on how to navigate the current and upcoming Canadian market. We use the experiences, knowledge, and the expertise of our guests and professionals in the field and offer it all back to you, the listener. We hope you enjoy the show. Be sure to check out our website at www.reilounge.ca. We're your hosts, Brian Fitzgerald, Erica Spencer, and Jay Shaw. Hey everyone, my name is Brian Fitzgerald and I'm here with Jay Shaw and Erica Spencer. We'd like to welcome you to episode zero of the Real Estate Investors Lounge podcast. The three of us have decided to start a podcast geared towards investing in real estate and we hope that you'll join us on this episode as well as many future ones as we delve into the facets, strategies and proven methods of real estate investing. Erica and I met, funny enough, on a deal together. Erica, you want to talk about that deal? Yes. So uh, Brian was my eager beaver investor looking to invest in St. Catharines, had a lot of knowledge on his own, but was looking to kind of expand that knowledge and find friends that shared that knowledge. And even though he was a realtor himself, he found the value in connecting with another realtor investor person that could kind of guide him through a market that he was not as familiar with maybe as what he's been selling. So we hooked up, saw a couple of properties, and I think the first day, Brian, or the second day, you totally just jumped on the house and ran with it and it worked out really well for you. It was the first day, just for the record. I made your life day. very easy that day. And then obviously, <laughs> you and I got along pretty well and we had some things in common and you introduced me to this handsome fella, Jay, who's sitting across from me now in my parents' kitchen as we uh, kick off our first podcast. I thought this was a studio, just well, a very well-decorated studio. Yeah, well, it comes with sandwiches and chips that my oh, mom That's amazing. So you're probably wondering why we started this podcast. We used to actually listen to these podcasts. We used to listen to a number of them on our own personal journey of real estate investing. And we wanted to do something a little different. We wanted to bring on a different series of guests and I think really focus on the Canadian aspects of real estate investing. You know, you're probably sitting in your car now listening to this podcast on your way to your nine to five job, or maybe you're at home decompressing from a long day of work. But either way, we're glad to have you and we hope that you'll enjoy us or you'll join us on future episodes of the Real Estate Investors Lounge. We started not too long ago and Erica can tell you our story, but we started back in 2014 investing in real estate and that's not a long time. So Erica, maybe you could talk a little bit about our own personal journey. So at that time, Jay and I were just dating and he reached out to me in terms of, you know, wanting to know more about Hamilton because I was living there and he was living in Toronto. And that was literally the first property that he bought, which now slash we both own. (laughs) 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 So, I mean, we didn't know what we were doing. We made lots of mistakes, probably every mistake that we could have possibly made. And from that point, Jay dragged me out begrudgingly to a rockstar real estate fast start class that I had no interest in attending. And uh, it turned out to be literally the best thing that happened to us in terms of being investors and in terms of eventually becoming real estate agents and investment coaches. So within a year and a half, we went from being people that knew very little about real estate to coaching other investors, which sounds a bit scary. But I mean, (laughs) in that time, we've learned a lot. We've learned from our clients. We've learned from our coaches. We've learned from being in educational seminars and reading books and just through doing it ourselves. Like, I mean, we've accumulated quite a portfolio uh, within Hamilton and Niagara region. So, I mean, we're looking to share that knowledge with um, listeners and also to gain 
from other people asking questions and sharing their experiences, you know, calling in, talking to us, coming on the show. We're always looking to keep learning. It's not a, you know, end of the road kind of thing for us. We continue to learn every day from clients and mentors of our own as well. For sure. I think there's two really key points there that I'd like to just zero in on. The first was the fact that Erica admitted that I was right, which doesn't happen very often. It's on tape. And I don't I, remember it, saying that, actually. I, yeah, you probably blacked out. I think we might have to review the footage on that one. <laughs> but the second one, I think, is the point of us. Like We're not experts by any means, but we do have a lot of experience and knowledge. And we pass those on a daily basis to investors that we work with. And in terms of coaching, I think that was the scariest thing that we experienced as investors before we joined Rockstar is that we were going it alone. And Erica, you can agree with me, is that we really had no clue what we were doing when we started out. We were kind of stumbling into things and we were kind of flying by the seat of our pants. And I mean, it all turned out very well, but could have turned out a lot worse. So, you know, the things that I find when we're working with investors is just the value we're able to provide them and guiding them and walking them down a path and not setting them up to fail. Because at the end of the day, we want everyone to be successful because when they're successful, we're successful. No, absolutely. We've been there. That's the whole... I mean, it's nice to work with someone who can kind of preach from above, but I don't find that we preach or I don't find that we, you know, like we help people because we made a lot of mistakes and we still make mistakes every day in our own portfolio. So, I mean, it's always humbling and enlightening to learn from someone who's down in the trenches with you, right? So I think we offer a lot of value in that sense that we're not... We're not touting ourselves as experts. We're just kind of learning along with the class, right? So it, it's. I don't think anybody can be a full blown expert in this game because there's so many parts of it, too. And the one thing you were saying in your little intro there, Erica, about how it was a little scary, and then you went from one side of the table to the other as from member to coach. And the thing is, is that I think that's what we can do here with this podcast is that we can take the scariness out of it because it can seem really intimidating. It can seem big and quite scary. And really, if you just have the right people kind of guiding you and the people like yourselves and like myself who've made the mistakes and they can guide you not to make the same mistakes. And I think that's kind of where we can offer a lot of benefit, a lot of content in this podcast that makes it not as scary as a lot of people make it out to be. Because, I mean, in the end, it can be, for some people, very lucrative business. It can be a different lifestyle. If it could put a nicer car in your driveway, it depends on what you want to make with it, right? But I think you hit the nail on the head where it can be scary. But I'm hoping with this podcast, we can change that theory. And I think it's important to note real estate isn't a get-rich-quick scheme. It's solid, stable growth, right? Absolutely. And we educate our investors all the time. It's not timing the market, it's time in the market. So if you're looking for that get rich I quick I think that's scheme, a definite Tom Kraza quote that you just stole right there, Jay. Did I? Oh my God. Yeah, we're probably going to get sued. This is <laughs> episode zero. To, we're going to get him sued. Before you yes, exactly. <laughs> Better email him right We'll now. source that. So Brian, Eric and I have talked a little bit about our story. You've got a bit of a different path in terms of your own career, in terms of both real estate and real estate investing. And actually you had you know a rather unique story about the first time you came across Rockstar. So maybe you want to you know tell the yeah. listeners a little bit about that. Yeah, that is actually kind of funny because I used to, uh, obviously, you just know the, some of the big players in the market. And my first home, when I sold it on the upper mountain in Stony Creek, the buying real estate brokerage was Rockstar Real Estate, which kind of made me laugh a little bit then. And it wasn't until a few years later that I attended one of their free seminars where they talked about rent-to-owns. And then sure enough, now I'm part of the membership and the agents there and hopefully helping other people out. The other thing with my portfolio, it kind of started with a flip which was probably the most stressful, physically demanding, financially demanding project I've ever done. But in the end, it turned out okay. Ended up being pretty profitable, which then resulted in me buying my first rental in Hamilton. 
And it's just actually in the last little bit where Eric and I met on a deal where I was able to refinance my property in Hamilton because obviously the boom since 2014 to last year was massive. And I didn't anticipate when I bought something for 130000 that a few years later be worth 300000 Wow. Yeah, That's it's pretty crazy. crazy. So, and then that basically funded the next project, which Long is uh, just... Brian. <laughs> <laughs> rah, rah, rah. Thanks. I didn't know you made that much money. News Sorry. Was didn't I not supposed pay, to say the We numbers? paid for lunch too, didn't we? I know you did. You're oh due. Yeah. Erica always forgets her wallet though. So Brian, I want to jump back into how you met Erica because I think it's unique. And I think a lot of people we see out there don't take the approach that you did, right? Is that you were a realtor and you went out with another realtor to find you an investment property in a city that you know well, right? Why did you do that? Why did you choose to take that approach as opposed to saying, you know what, I can go out there and I can find a house because I kind of know the area and I have my license. So why did you take that approach as opposed to like going it alone? I think the big factor was I felt I felt like the market was moving quickly in regards to investment properties and income properties. I felt the market was moving faster than I was at the time. And I felt a little stale. And listening to these podcasts, a couple different ones, I ended up basically getting hooked up with Erica. And the reason I wanted to go out with an agent who was doing it was because I wanted to see somebody else's perspective on it. I don't claim to know anything and everything, but I wanted to get somebody else's perspective on what they were doing. And that's where Erica jumped in and showed me exactly what I'm doing now, which is buying more properties and creating maximum cash flow out of them. And it was a refreshing perspective on yeah. basically purchasing an income property. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I think the other thing too that might be important to note is that when starting out, it's the network, right? So, I mean, you knew the area, you were a realtor, you knew the game, but you didn't have, you know, an investment-friendly mortgage broker, I don't think, and you didn't have all the contacts, right? I mean, I think a lot of the network that we were able to share with you, I think that really helped because I mean, at the end of the day, the realtor is only a component of the quote unquote dream team, right? So I mean, being part of a network is super important and it takes a lot of that fear out of the first transaction, the 10th transaction, whatever, right? I mean, if you have a network of friends, peers, colleagues, professionals, then it takes a lot of the scary part out away from it. Absolutely. If you just think of it like as a little pool of people that you can pick their brains on, you know, everybody's good at a certain subject or has a skill or a trade that you can pull from. I mean, I'm a firm believer in when everybody's working together, we can all succeed together. And I think that was what you kind of introduced me to, because I did feel like I was kind of on my own trying to get my feet wet again. And obviously, we know how that panned out. (laughs) (laughs) So that's great. I hope uh, that answers a little bit of questions about our background and what we're trying to, uh, you know, our own personal journey. But Brian, Erica, what are we trying to accomplish here in terms of the podcast? What are some of the things that I think, you know, our listeners want to hear and what are we trying to achieve by putting a podcast together? Erica, you want this one? So I guess going back to that whole dream team that I just mentioned about, you know, introducing that to Brian, I mean, we have accumulated a really good network of people. And I feel like this podcast, a lot of it is to showcase those people and share their strengths with listeners because lots of people, you know, might be sitting there wondering, mortgage brokers are like, you know, going to buy shampoo at the grocery store. There's so many choices. How do you find the best one? Right. So, I mean, you need to find 
the right people that understand what you're doing and how to put deals together, how to do joint ventures, how to find capital. If there's, I know we have a whole bunch of exciting topics that I don't even know half of them that you guys have planned out, but the point is that we have a bunch of really great people. You're not going to have to listen to the three of us yammer for the, all the episodes, but you will learn a lot from other people, and I think that's the easiest way to get moving with building the portfolio. I think the other thing, too, is we plan on cutting through some of the myths, right, of real estate investing. I can't say BS because not after nine o'clock, so we may get taken off the air. But there's a lot of confusion out there. There's a lot of misinformation. And I think when we all started out in real estate investing, people like, you're crazy. Why are you buying all these houses? Eric and I were buying houses in St. Catharines when no one knew where St. Catharines was. And they're like, where is that? Why are you buying there? And I remember Erica telling people, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And by the time the wave hit St. Catharines, people were like, wow, you guys were really Good smart move, to guys. do it. Good move, right? And even in yourself, Brian, you were buying houses in Hamilton before Hamilton was desirable. That's air quotes for people in podcast land who can't <laughs> I see saw that. Them. No, you're absolutely right. And I think the other goal with this podcast is to share strategies, share the networking. I mean, in the last year, I can't, I can't really explain how important networking is. When you just meet with a lot of the same people that have the same interests, the same mindset, and they have aspirations of basically doing more. It doesn't even have to be in real estate, but obviously that's what we're going to be focusing on. It's really quite incredible what you can accomplish when you start sitting with people of like mind that want to just do something to make their life better. It's pretty cool. So we've talked a lot about those strategies. So why don't we give some of our listeners some of the ideas in terms of the types of topics we want to cover? Erica, like if you had your top two, what are two of the things that you want to cover? In terms of people coming on or topics to talk about? Both. I mean... It can be topics, just say topics. Starting at the beginning, right, is how to find the deal, right? I mean, everyone, MLS is a public service, public site, everyone has the same access, so how do you find the deals? Because my clients are always like, oh, what about this house on MLS or what about this one? So, I mean, how do you, as an investor starting out, decide, A, where to invest, B, where the deals come from, and C, you know, how to put that deal together and how to make it happen? So, I mean... Starting at the beginning, where do you find the deals and how do you make them work? Yeah, that would be a good one, actually. That could probably be a whole podcast on its own. Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) Brian, what's the topic that you want to cover for our listeners? I think one thing I've kind of become interested in is the ideal or best use for a property. Sometimes a lot of people don't realize that they might be in a neighborhood that is zoned for more than they're using their property for. And that could easily turn into a multi-unit, which a lot of times can be a good cash flowing property. I like stuff like that. I do like the idea of the fix and refinance, like the Burr method, the buy, fix. I always get this wrong. Buy, renovate, rent, and refinance method. I think having done that before, it's proven successful. It's a little more stressful, a lot more work involved. But at the end of the tunnel, there can be some good profits. Yeah, no, absolutely. One of the things that I'd like to talk about and I'm uh, looking forward to is student rentals and alternatives to student rentals. Because I think a lot of us, we get calls from investors that are like, I want to invest in a student rental. And I mean, I think Erica's got a good story about when she goes to show student rentals to some investors. But, you know, we ventured into student rental and it was actually one of our most profitable adventures. We didn't hold it very long. But the alternatives to student rentals, what we've done a lot of is uh, legal basement conversions, right? And you're looking at similar cash flow between the two units. So those are a couple of the topics that I'm really excited to talk about. Yeah. No, that's one of my favorites too, is actually the legal basement conversions is because that is a good cash source. But what's kind of I like about that compared to perhaps like a single family is that you've always got 
a tenant, more often than not, you're unlikely to have both tenants gone at the same time. That actually happened to us, so that's not always the case. Oh, did it? Oh, crap. They both okay, went June first, and we were like, oh, boy. Okay, it hasn't happened to me yet. I'm sure it will. <laughs> but it's very unlikely that yeah, they leave. Yeah, right? and then you're not held covering the mortgage for two or three months at a time. You've typically got some coverage in there, which is kind of nice. It's a little yeah. easier on the pocketbook at times. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we can't get into too much today because this is episode zero, isn't it? Are we still doing episode is zero? Is there an episode zero? Yeah. There, like, how does that work? I don't know. It's Google told me to do it. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. Apparently, it's where we introduce ourselves, but we've already caught ourselves just talking about everything. Well, that's what this is about, right? Yeah, I think, absolutely. like, the other thing we want is we want people to give us ideas of topics that are, you know, top of mind, right? That they want to learn more about. Absolutely. You know, one of the things is really, how do we get started, right? And I think that's what we want to go into next is that, you know, we've talked about real estate investing in our own personal journeys and trying to get people to, you know, tune in on a regular basis to us. But where did they start? If they're interested, Right. And I think, Erica, I think you've got a really good story about a couple of the reconnaissance missions that we had to go on in the summer with some of your investors and their wives. Right. <laughs> so maybe you can tell that story. <laughs> that did not sound like a confident laugh. No, I've had, a, had more than one client that would say, you know, everything you just said sounds so great. Can you come and tell my wife about that? <laughs> yeah. So there's been more than one lunch where Jay and I have gone out and try and convince the wives of the families to, uh, drink the Kool-Aid that their husbands had already kind of taken the hook, bait, line, and sinker. <laughs> we have a 50% conversion rate. You make men We've sound two, so impressionable. But we, we, should start, we should start charging for that service, by the way. Yeah? <laughs> like a membership <laughs> fee? A membership fee. There we go. <laughs> Do that. We want people to reach out to us about topics and discussions that they like to hear in future podcasts. It also helps us when we look at uh, podcasts by giving us a great review on iTunes. It's these reviews that are going to give us the ability. And Google Play. And Google Play, absolutely. Yeah, Google Play. And give us the traction and the ability out in podcast world, which in turn allows us to have great guests on the show. So maybe with that, Brian, Erica, we'll leave it there for now. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. And be sure to sign up for our email notification list so you know when the next REIL podcast comes out the moment it goes live. What does REIL stand for, by the way? Well, great question, Jay. <laughs> It stands for the Real Estate Investors Lounge Ooh. podcast. I thought you just spelt real wrong on here. Well, no, it's not a typo. Trust me, autocorrect tried. <laughs> Anyways, I never said realtors were intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> we're smart in some ways. Anyways, be sure to check us out at our website, www.reilounge, for more information. And stay tuned for podcast one. All right. Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show. Bye.